What it is, what it dookie. <laughs> Episode 15 of the Jose Morales podcast. <laughs> this is Jose Morales alongside Kelly Chavez. Hello. Ricky Yee. Hola. <laughs> Ricky, pick a language. And we are back. Hope you guys enjoyed episode 14 where we talked about, you know, talking yourself out of lazy days. The process when it's long, it feels like it's never going to be here and things like that. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Ricky Yee, Kelly, and I talked about things that we went through. And uh, this episode, we're going to be talking to fighters. Mm, Any fighter, MMA fighter, boxer, anybody that's looking to do it as a career, this is for you. Kelly was like, what am I going to say at this episode? I know I have a shirt that says fighter, but I'm not. Yeah, speaking of. (laughs) Amy uh, gave it to me. Okay, okay. Because it's friends. Friends, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's giving a lot of free stuff away. Yes, because she's getting free clothes. You know, she's getting paid right now, and she's getting clothes and shoes and everything. That's badass. Actually, actually, this this was my Christmas present. So if she's giving out stuff now, I didn't get anything. So I had to talk to Amy. Christmas present? It's yeah. fucking June. It's June. No, I got it in Christmas. I've no, been you wearing didn't. this. Yes, I did. She got that shirt like no. Ricky. two after nationals. Ask her. Text no. her. I'll bet you. I bet you okay. because I, I opened the bag. I'm going to get $20. I opened the bag. $20. I opened the bag. $20. Let me see you shake on it right here. I opened the bag. $20. Ricky's frugal ass. Come on. $20. I opened the bag. Ricky's thinking about it. Come on. Then put $20 on the line, Ricky. No, look. You don't uh, want it. You don't want don't it. Want Unless it. she got another one. Unless Rick, she got two of those. R- Ricky be Ricky. losing bets. It Unless she got by Levi uh, sushi because he lost a race <laughs> and he's about to lose another bet. And the third bet he's going to lose is when he gets balled up by. <laughs> it was a Christmas Jose. present. All right, Unless man. she got another one recently. You guys can't argue on this unless you put $20 on the line. I'm, I'm, I'm asking, up for I'm the $20. Ricky is the one that's like. Ricky's frugal ass backs down. From the twenty dollars a lot. I'm a golfer too, now, so I have to save money. <laughs> really? Yeah, I took a. Well, I, if I you if you're so confident now. in your answer, you'll be gaining oh, no, money. This is horrible. All right. Well, these Text guys Amy. are fighting on the set. Text Amy. Now <laughs> let's talk to the other fighters, not these kind of fighters. <laughs> and, we wanted uh, to go with the subject. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> so <laughs> this episode, I wanted to talk about you know. Uh, what what I think uh, a boxer needs to be successful, something that I wish I knew when I was young, and I thought it'd be a good thing to share with so many boxers that are young, that are coming up, or some that are already pro that probably need to uh, maybe overlook and overlook the whole thing, their, how they're running everything and seeing maybe they have to make changes or maybe they have to add or maybe they're doing things good or maybe just ignore me. Maybe I'm fucking crazy. Who knows? Um, but I just wanted to give you my two cents on that. Um, what Before you guys, since you guys are going into this completely in the dark, I'm very curious on what Ricky thinks, what Achilles thinks a boxer or a fighter needs to be successful. Marketing. Marketing. All right. How about Kelly? Discipline. Discipline, yes. Like I'm talking within or like tools. Choose anything to be I think successful. Just overall, overall. Discipline. 
Overall. Yeah, you do need both for sure. But if I had to pick one of the two things that you mentioned, I would definitely go with marketing. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. Just because. You're not really a fighter. That's why. You're a phony. Just because. Listen up, man. Ricky, we're in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something where you haven't been in a while. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) that is true. That is true. First blood accident, like it so much, she's still there. She's gonna have a record for the longest one ever. The, right? the more I wait, the harder until I get. So I don't know why I keep waiting. Did I tell you about her first training at 4 a.m.? No. <laughs> oh she's like, she's like, I'm gonna train at 4 a.m. every day, right? Lies. She went one day, yeah. and then the next Friday. day, yeah. I didn't see her no more. Uh-huh. So Monday, then I told Wednesday, her, Friday. I was like, Yo, where you at? She was like, well, I'm only training at 4 a.m. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> Wednesday came, wasn't there. Thursday came, wasn't there. Uh-huh. Friday came, wasn't there. Next week, the following week, third week. I'm like, yo, Kelly, one day I'm like, hey, you've been doing really good at 4 a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, by the way. That whole one day you came, you did an amazing job. Right. That lasted one day. So what happened with that, Kelly? I have an issue. All right, what's this issue? <laughs> I have I'm, an issue. I'm curious. What is this issue you have? I love sleep. And it pisses me off to wake up yeah. and see somebody sleeping. You know, Brandon's sleeping. It makes me mad. Really? So it makes me not want to get oh up. Oh, my gosh. So do you go back to sleep? You're like, I'm mad. I told to you sleep. I had an issue. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Pause real quick. Brandon wasn't here, though. No, no he was. was when he was here. That's when he uh, came back. Oh, and so when he, he oh, came with me, yeah. uh, when okay. he came with me, I came. <laughs> when he time. decided to sleep in. And that was it. No more. Never Gave again. Up. Her career ended right there. One time. On my defense, like, I'm on the edge of the bed. All right. Let's get, on, let's, let's get on the subject here. Let's get on the subject. So, uh, the reason why I bring that up, I think a lot of people, a lot of boxers, at least fighters that I've came across, when I talk to them, uh, they like, you know, I like fucking people up. Whoever they're putting me in front of me, I'm going to beat them up, and I'm going to win. Yeah, it's not that easy, and the reason why it's not that easy because sometimes the people you need to beat and win need to get in the ring first. Otherwise, you're never gonna beat them. So how are you gonna get them in the ring with you? Correct. And that starts with Ricky Yi. That marketing. Marketing one on one. Marketing one on one. And there's no such thing in the fight game as a one man soldier. Like one, no. what uh, the army? Just one man army? No. There's no such thing as uh, a whole team from yes. coach, manager, manager. promoter. Uh, as an amateur, it's just your coach and yourself. Mm. Um, that's actually one of the things that I really, 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 really wish I had a better understanding when I was young that I did not But have. would you say, though, back then there was a lot of chances? Of, there wasn't really social media to like market like that, though. I mean, YouTube would just yeah, come around. Like, but no it was not was necessarily YouTube. the marketing. I feel like... People, talking to people. Getting your right? name out there, I guess? Yeah. Um, what I mean by that is I didn't really understand the process. I did not understand it. Meaning, I was fighting... I was training every day, but I didn't understand what I was doing it for. Like in my head, I want to be a world champion one day, but there was really no game plan for me to be a world champion one day. Like, for example, if you're going to get a license, you're like, I want a car one day, I need to get a license. You know, you need to study your this. You mm-hmm. need to do your written. You need to do your driving test. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a, yeah. you know the procedure of what you need to do to get there. I did not know what I needed to do to be a world champion. Yeah. And my head, 
I just trusted that my coach knew. Yeah. But my coach never really pronounced that to you. Um, never really gave me the plan. Like never. Uh, I just really hope. I yeah. wish that he would have kind of communicated a little bit better with better. me. Because yeah. I think my confidence would have been better as far as yeah. me. Because you had would have had goals to work to, like exactly. you would have had like stepping stones. Like, yeah, stepping stones. I knew what I would have. I, I would have got my fifty fights, and then okay, now we're this. going to my profile. Yes, and now, like I set up plans. Like, look, in six yeah. months I'm gonna be here, in eight yeah. months I'm gonna be here. I did not. I, I I was just in the gym all the time, fighting all the time. But yeah. there was no. There's no like you didn't know what was gonna. No happen. guidance. I didn't know what I was doing. No end game. Exactly. And when that happens, is you kind of like. After a while, you're like, yo, what the fuck am I doing this shit? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, and that's where I think a lot of uh, fighters and boxers and stuff have that mentality but don't really know the deal. I was having a conversation with Brian. He, he brought his cousin to the gym. And this uh, is really. Martinez? Yeah, Brian yeah. Martinez. Yep. He brought his cousin. Real, real, real cool. But he brought him and we were talking and anytime someone comes to the gym, I ask them, you know, why are you doing this or goals? Because then I have an idea of what I need to do to help them. If I don't really know what you're doing it for, yeah. I can't really help you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I asked them that. And then he's like, you know, I just want to be a good. I'm just doing it just because I want to be good. And I was like, well, what, what does that exactly mean? Like, you just want to be good. Yeah. You know, I want to do this as a career. Like. Da, da, da. I'm like, well, then I started asking him questions. So how are you going to make this a career? Like, what are you doing? He didn't know what to tell me. Yeah. He did not know what to tell me. And that is what influenced this episode right here is the fact that I, myself and his shoes, there's nothing against him. Myself and his shoes at that age, someone would have asked me like that. I would have been stuck just like him. Yeah. Because this was never explained to me. Um. And boxing, honestly, as you're like you as a fighter yourself, you are a business. Literally, you are literally a business. You have to you have to find your managing team. You have to get your marketing team, a good coach, a good uh, a good a good everything, a good. Uh, uh, your coach has got to be able to put you on the good correct sparring that you need, the correct you know, all these things that you need to do that you're not going to do just by being disciplined and good. That's not going to naturally, naturally happen on its own. Yeah. Um, one thing that I would say to do for myself that I notice is find somebody in your corner first that you really trust, that you really have a good a vibe with. That has to be important. Yeah. You know what I mean by that? Mm hmm How you guys feel about this subject? I'm listening. Well, I'm listening because I don't I have much like knowledge I'm, about it. I feel like I'm hogging it. I don't want to hog it. Oh, you're not hogging it. You're spitting game to yeah. people. Okay. How about, so, what was I at? I was saying, oh. Finding a good relationship with the coach. Good relationship. Good energy. Similar to when you hire your staff, you're in a relationship with somebody, somebody you vibe with. That's important. Second, you have that person in your corner that has to have inspirations for you. That is not just doing it, just to doing it. I had multiple times where my coach was doing it for his ego. Mm. 
for his for paycheck not necessarily his paycheck but for him it was more for for what he was doing not you not my future you know what i'm saying so like if you're if your coach ain't telling you look look or like you know we're gonna do this and then after you do that we're doing like he's got plans for you or she you know they gotta have plans for you where it sounds like you know damn this motherfucker really wants me to do it you know i had a guy tell me once that i was selling him a dream and Hey, I don't know why that shit, remember, it stuck with me forever because I was explaining to him exactly what we're going to do. I'm like, look, you're going to do this. After you do that, we're going to do this, and then we're going to do this. He's like, yo, you, it sounds like you're selling me a dream, like uh, a dream, like I was trying to pimp him. You know, like, I'm like, bro, I'm not selling you a dream. I'm telling you exactly what the game plan is going to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that scared him. Honestly, really? I think that scared him. Oh, wow. But that's where every coach is different. You know what I'm saying? Not every coach yeah. is going to be bad necessarily and not every coach is going to be great but every coach every boxer has uh every coach has a person that they are perfect for mm-hmm. and every person has a different coach they need that is perfect for them yeah you know what i'm saying so it doesn't make that person a bad boxer or that that coach a bad coach it's just they were bad for each other mm-hmm. like a relationship yeah. Yeah. you've seen a girl boy with another guy like leave him and then mm-hmm. oh he's a she's a hoe and then she's like a perfect housewife for somebody else like wait yeah I thought she was a hoe maybe she was a hoe with you mm-hmm. because she wasn't happy with you mm-hmm. now she's happy same with this you know sometimes some fighters do better with motherfuckers that are rough with them talk shit to them some people don't like that so you got to find a coach that fits your vibe whatever that vibe may be and that I believe you need to have a coach that inspires you. If your coach doesn't inspire you, and again, this is my opinion. Maybe you don't need that, but I feel like you do. Because that's that person that you're going to war with. Like, they're the ones that are going to be, you're going to be feeding off of. If they're unmotivated and uh, and just very comfortable and very, like, just set with their ways, it's very easy for you to do the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So th- I think that's the first step. Yeah. Finding that. Mm-hmm. Once you have that and you're creating a good traction, getting knowledge by competing and all these local shows and tournaments and nationals and things like that, then you see how serious you take it. I mean, really, am I cut out for this? Like, am I cut out for amateurs or pros? I honestly feel like it's two different worlds. Yeah. I think there's some fighters that would have done a whole lot better if they stayed amateurs. And then there's some fighters that I think would have done a whole lot better in the pro that should just not even pursue amateurs that deeply. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then from there, you, you know, you did whatever it is that you decide, then you got to, that's when the marketing and branding and finding the right promotional company and whatever fits you for you. But yeah. That kind of starts with an inspirational coach, a coach that is going to put those connections for you. Correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel from what I see, there's a lot of fighters now. That's why if you look, a lot of fighters that are really successful have a good bond, not only but with their coach, but they have a father with them. Someone that's really looking out for them and for mm-hmm. their best interest that is either doing something behind the scenes that the fighter does not have time to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they got somebody that's really moving for them. Yeah. Somebody that's really doing more than just the fighter and the coach's job. Yeah. And 
versus other ones. Like I saying, I see a lot of fighters that they don't. All they're doing is training and fighting, but they have no sort of nothing like that. So that means there's no vision. You can't yeah. open a business by yourself mm-hmm. with no vision and expect to do everything. You can't. Not a successful one. You can open a half-ass one. Why are you going to open a half-ass one like that where, where I, I mean, to me personally, I don't know, maybe it's not like that, but this is where maybe you wouldn't be a good to get coached by me because I'm very picky on your discipline and how you train. Yeah. And I'm not gonna. I'm not. I don't necessarily let you pers- continue with it if I don't feel like you are very dedicated to it. And then there's other coaches that will let you push through it. Yeah. And could be good because they let you go, get your ass kicked, and maybe that ass kicking is what you need. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I said maybe. Who knows? You got to fight whatever works for you and whatever maybe you need. Um, that was kind of what I wanted to talk about as far as this episode. Um, what do you think? I literally talked the whole time, but it's like you had all the knowledge. Yeah, you had all the knowledge. Yeah, but I thought you guys were maybe gonna ask me a question, <laughs> say something. Well, you, you, you kept guys going. was just looking you're, at me. Kelly going. was just like, because you kept going and going. <laughs> you're on a roll. You're on a roll. We don't want right. to interrupt you. I think that's true because you I mean you had all the right comparisons where you're like, like it's like a relationship or like a job. Or you owning a business? Like, if you don't have the right people and the right partners, it's mm. a shit show. What do you think, Ricky? Ricky, you you starting to see a lot of boxers and a lot of fighters. Correct. Give me your point of view. What do you look at when you see somebody that's being that's actually successful and the ones that are not successful, and then some that are act successful or vice versa, or some that are really talented and they're not doing good, or some that are not good but are doing great. Whatever it is, share some of your. Um, Outsider perspective from what you see and then seeing them in the gym and seeing them. I'm curious. Um, I am a big believer in marketing. That being reason of there are really good fighters out there that you just don't know about because of that reason. And then there's mediocre fighters that are out there that are just so famous and just getting the name out there. And they're mediocre now but they're growing to become better and better because they're getting that exposure they're getting more maybe better trainers with them now or over time you know what i mean mm-hmm. um it's just more opportunities are opening up for those people who are very exposed and marketing themselves versus the people who are like more quiet they don't like they're not very loud on marketing or social media they deserve well i don't know if it deserve but an opportunity would open more for them if they just get their name out there better instead of i mean and then it goes back to the whole you need a team behind you You can't do it all yourself especially if you're like at that top level now you you can't compare that to a a business doesn't that sound identical pay attention yeah there's so many businesses let's start with something simple well think about it box uh, a box your your boxing career is your business it is that's what i'm saying so it's it's literally it's not just you're a fighter and you're just a fighter no No. this is your name this is yep that's your brand this is your brand like this is Mm -hmm. but people don't people fighters don't think like that they don't but that goes back to the whole thing of you need someone in your corner who does think who like does that. think like that so they'd be like hey like dude like if you you need to think of yourself as a, your name this is your business name like yep and that's where that uh trust comes because i feel like sometimes oh, when trust, yeah. 
when managers or promoters mm -hmm. or uh, coaches start yeah. looking into trying to help them and doing this and that family members or friends or other yeah. fighters or people that are like, yo, he's trying to pimp you or he's trying to play you. Are you sure you ain't paid enough for that? Are you yeah. even paying to get, and people start getting in your head. Yeah. And when that, like I said, the previous episode, when you get that one little bit of doubt in your head, grows. well, even then too, and like, it grows, then you start doubting that person. And then you start thinking, does this person really care for me? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where that problem helps. So like what I was saying a little bit ago, right before this, look at how many, for example, like sandwiches. There's big chain sandwiches like Subway. Yeah. They're doing good. You know why they're doing good? Not because they have the best sandwiches. Their marketing is very well. Yes, they invested money into it. Yep. They made a chain. They created a system. They did this. They did that. They, You know what I mean? That's why it's everywhere. Not because it's got bomb sandwiches. Versus, I can tell you a few places where I like sandwiches better than, than fucking Subway. But... They don't have nothing. The same person makes the sandwiches every fucking day because he's the one who makes them. He's got no system, no structure, no everything. This is the guy that says, I'm the best fighter. I should need a person to come here and try my sandwich. And they're going to love my place. But, yeah, you could be a whole lot better if you had a fucking team around it. Yeah. I agree. You know what I mean? Agree. A yeah. system and all that. People, people still live in the old age where it's like, oh, I could just do it all myself. Mm -hmm. People don't realize, like, nah, like you need to... Even if you can do it yourself, then then put it in the time of research and and do it then. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean it's possible to do it yourself, but it's just it's just the point of the the need to everything that needs to get done. There's no way. No, I mean yeah. that too. But they need to think of their name as a business. They don't see that, and I see that. Mm. They don't. You know what I mean? Yep. What does Kelly see from uh, boxers that you they do with you do with boxers all the time? What do you see from people that come here or people that cut, that train here or doing it as a career from ones that you see that are successful or not? What do you see from a, from completely from the dark, from the outside looking in, not knowing how the sport really works? What do you see, Kelly? If I could give somebody a tip that wants to take their boxing career serious or and wants to find the right coach or the right trainer or the right, you know, from my perspective is, if you're going into a boxing gym to find this coach, maybe this isn't the gym that, you want, that you're going to end up in or whatever, and you have fought before, you have experience or whatever, humble yourself before you walk into the gym. Be open to ideas and what they're about because you're seeking for the right person and you're not going to find that if you don't, become coachable yeah so i see what i the reason i say that a lot is because i see a lot of people walk in here and oh i've boxed before and i want to fight this style and is that what's going to be given to me and i'm like well that's not what we that's not what we do here um but i feel like yeah. they could be good they just need that they need to have that conversation with you and and sit down and really be open-minded to what you have for them at the table and maybe it is what they were looking for maybe it's not what they're looking for mm -hmm. but you're never going to get that conversation with jose if you walk in here like i, I this I'm is what i'm doing i'm a badass yeah. i'm gonna get this that's I'm actually a good that. that's actually a really good tip and I, and then it's so that's the one tip I could give them because I can grab a handful of people who have walked in like that and they don't last very long or they don't even make it in the gym at all because they just started off very. on the wrong foot. Mm -hmm. That's a good and tip. And that could have been, again, like, it might not be the one 
but that could have been the perfect match and you mm -hmm. just never got to know it because you let your your ego in the way ego. Ego yeah um like amy right now she's with the u.s team and yeah. i told her look whatever they tell you just do it and it take it like a tool yeah you know, maybe they show you, maybe it's an Allen wrench or something. something. You're adding something to your yep. toolbox. And maybe you're not going to use it, but maybe later on you're going to know somebody that needs it and you teach it to them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just. Or that one time you're going to need it. Mm -hmm. So just keep it that, going. You need those, you need that one extra. Exactly. Or a process of elimination. I'm, I don't need this. I'm not going to use it. Yeah. So I know not to practice that or whatever. Exactly. Or I know this isn't the gym for me, so next one. Very true. That's Kelly's takeaway. What a uh, little tip. What's what's a Ricky Yee takeaway that you would give to somebody from this? The marketing. Again, business. marketing. <laughs> it is. It's a big thing. It is. It's a huge thing. See yourself as a yeah, business. People, yeah, see yourself, as, business see yourself as a business. See yourself as a business. Take care of yourself like a business. Are you gonna party? Are you gonna party in your business and fucking exactly and fucking maybe get you your business social, ruined? No. So use social media to your advantage. Take care of your business location, which is your body. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah, I like that takeaway. Random question. If you could be any fighter in the history of fighting, what fighter would it be? Kelly if Chavez. I could be? Anyone. Mayweather. You why? Huh? Why? Curious. Why Mayweather? Well, one, he's my favorite fighter. He is? Yeah. I didn't know that. Really, I Ricky. didn't know that either. Um, two, he's Ricky. a very, 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 very good businessman. Mm -hmm. yeah, he knows how to make money. And he's a good marketer. And he's a great marketer. I didn't see that one coming. I don't know Ricky like I didn't, I didn't know Ricky like Mayweather. Really? really? I told, told you that several times. See, he doesn't pay. See, he does see. You he does that look. Ricky does, he does the he does the mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Kelly, what's your favorite fighter? I can't answer someone? that because I don't know names like that. Damn, Kelly. Really? I think, yeah. I think that's a problem. I think that we need to get problem. Kelly to watch more boxing. You work at a, a, a boxing. Academy. I'm not. Okay, so she I'm She never not. grew up watching boxing or nothing. Yeah. Boxing's foreign to her. Uh, yeah. Yep. Like foreign. She watched Cinderella movies, Disney yep. movies. Ask her what her favorite Disney character. She'll answer that before you tell mermaid. her. See? Before you tell her. <laughs> I can tell because of hair. She has nothing to do with boxing. I can which sing whatever is song very you want interesting. To sing. Hmm. I've watched boxing and I like watching boxing. I just never got into it to the point or like sports. I never really got into it to the point where I'm like looking at the person like, oh, I like watching. Like I remember when families. Would get so there's no it, one at all that you like, you know, it'd be pretty cool to be that person. There's not one fighter. Wow. No one's who's got my obviously it, to me. It's like obviously someone's not gotten my attention enough to be like, oh, and that goes to the whole person? thing with boxing and women. Mm -hmm. that they don't show enough. Well, that might be it too. But there's, I don't. Th there's not many women fighters, so I'm there there, is, I don't want to. They're not promoted. Nah, promoted. it's new though. The women stuff is new. Uh -oh. So with me, that, so that wasn't. That's yeah. not. That might be new. another thing where, like, I don't really see myself in their shoes because I'm a girl and yeah. they're guys fighting mm -hmm. and or whatever. I yeah. don't know. But if I'm being 100 percent honest, I could think of a name on top of my head, but I'd be lying to you, both and everyone else. Interesting. How about you? Let me see, Ricky. You know who it would be. Well, I know your favorite fighter is Roy Jones. Yeah. Because I pay attention to you. <laughs> no, because I talk about it all the time. Damn, Ricky's I talk her. about it, too. You never talk about Mayweather. Never. This off, is the first time you off. brought him up ever, and it's only because he fights his weekend. That's no, why. I brought it up. No, you've times. never brought it up. Quit. Shut up. Shut up, Ricky. You've <laughs> never talked about it. Um, if I had to pick any fighter ever to be for 
Um, I would probably be. Uh, yeah, it would be Roy Jones. I was trying to not say Roy Jones because it's obvious it. I was going to pick Roy Jones. Mm-hmm. I was trying to pick somebody There's else. There's nothing wrong with that, though. Why? Can I ask why? Ask why I didn't want to pick him or no, ask why, why what? you picked him? Why I picked him? Because he's my favorite fighter. I love Roy why Jones. Is he your why, yeah, why, why exactly? Why I like Roy Jones Besides so much. His fighting style. What I like about Roy Jones a lot is he was very like, he was very scientific to what he did. Uh-huh. He paid attention to uh, detail. Like he was like, uh, I was watching this thing of him one time and he's like, he grew up in the South, so he grew up in uh, in Florida, and he he would like they would catch wild animals and yeah. would catch things like that. And he noticed that the most the time when someone's the most or the animals were the most exposed or vulnerable was when they were attacking. And he paid so much attention to that that he transferred that over to boxing, and he was like. I need to attack people when they're vulnerable and not attack them when they're not vulnerable. When their defense is up and everything. Yes, like so he started paying attention to catching them when, when they least sleep, expected when it, when mm. they were throwing in the midst of a combination okay. and catching them slipping because that's what... Um, Explain a situation, a memorable moment where he did that, like a, a moment in a fight. Um, so, For the I don't know, he did it a lot. Player. If you pay attention to Roy Jones' fights, mm-hmm. a lot of his shit... Have you ever watched Roy Jones? You know who Roy Jones is? I don't think so. He's I, again, second. I don't he's, know. He's, he's right there. I got a whole bunch of posters of Roy Jones. He's my he's my top three fighter. Yeah, look, he's yeah, got, this I, is where I'm like at eight. Names. I got like ten Roy Jones posters in here. I watch your fi- I watch things, but I don't know. But them. same with actresses. He's he's in my top three right. favorite fighters. Yeah. So if you watch Roy Jones, Roy Jones did a lot of stuff where he would put his head out. Mm-hmm. He would bait you to come in. Yeah. Mm. And that's what I mean by it. <clears throat> he made you believe there was a chance to hit him to get you to be vulnerable. Uh. And then he would catch you when you were vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? You would time it very perfectly. He perfect would time way. everything. And he was super fucking fast. And he had speed and power. Mm. And then on top of that, he did something. He went from lightweight to heavyweight. One, beat mm-hmm. big dudes quick he was flamboyant he was mm-hmm. very fast he talked a lot of shit super confident yeah. everything about him i fucking loved i loved roy jones but that's what i mean by that he did that a lot where he he would bait people in yeah and he got that from and that's i think that's what i like about him so much i like the fact that he he took something that had nothing to do with boxing and applied it in his passion and i feel like that is what i did yeah. With this, I I took stuff that I learned throughout life, throughout at the dealership, and that I applied it in my passion, and it made me be successful in my passion. But I didn't learn this in this field. I learned this somewhere else. Yeah. And that's exactly what he did. He learned <clears throat> stuff as a kid growing up mm-hmm. in the fields. You know what I'm saying? Playing with animals, and then he applied yeah. it on people. And to me, that shit's fucking badass. I don't know. To me, yeah. it's fucking. No, tight. yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like him. Yep. Why do you like Roy Jones? I'll choose his. The athleticism, the how fast he is, how he's very very confident in mm-hmm. his like speed, his power. 
He yeah. just messes with people. From your two choices, if I could choose one, I'd choose Jose. Ray Jones? <laughs> hey, I like Mayweather a lot, too. Ray to Jones? No, Ray Jones is... I just like Mayweather because of uh, the no, stuff. No, you already gave your presentation. He was very yeah. smart. <laughs> he's, he's very... He's very... He thinks uh, long-term. Yeah, he does. He's like, smart. He's smart. But... Like, uh, like at the one thing... But I think that's why people don't give him credit is because yeah. he put himself in situations at the right time where he had all the advantages yeah and he took all the advantages he took, from a, the he other took advantage of the advantages mm-hmm. yeah, like some strategic. people get these advantages and they don't don't do anything with their mm-hmm. like, uh, you know yeah which at the end of the day is just being smart but yeah, yeah. they're both badass no, um no. roy jones definitely did not do that he roy jones fought everybody yeah he fought big mother. He fought. He yeah. didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I like. But anyway, he was th- more fun to watch than Mayweather. Yeah, that's why he's got losses. Yeah, which Mayweather doesn't. No. Yeah, I just didn't like the Tower fight. I fucking was so mad at those fights. Oh uh, yeah. Oh fuck. Oh, fucking hate those fights. When he told him, "You got any excuses tonight, Roy?" And then he knocked him out. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to cry. He's heartbroken. <laughs> I could just imagine you're just heartbroken. Hell yeah, I was hella mad. Anyways, what are the takeaways uh, for me? Would be um, just overlook everything you're doing. If you're, this is what your passion is. This is what you want to do. Um, are you really on the right path, or are you really fucking around and not really doing it? That's would be my takeaway. Um, Anything you want to add to it? No, Kelly gave one. Ricky did. I think that's it. How can people stay in contact with Ricky Yee and Kelly Chavez? TikTok. Instagram. Instagram. Short Kelly 27. I think that's my TikTok name, My OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Ricky. Ricky Yee with the small PP. That's his username. That's his third yeah. job. OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. All right, yo. Well, hope you guys have a great Monday. Have a good time in the gym. Those that are my fighters in Happy the gym. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Next week, we will be talking about comfort. Comfort. The one we've been dying to talk about for Ricky. We're going to nail Ricky. Huh? All right, y'all. We are out. Strength. Deuces. Peace. Toodles.